Welcome to Empowering Connections, a podcast by Connie Akins, a licensed professional counselor with a private practice to help you heal your personal and professional relationships through counseling advice, tips, and ideas. Empowering Connections will focus on healthy ways to improve these relationships, help you manage your stress, and attain a better sense of self-fulfillment. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's topic is overcoming domestic violence. I want to begin by acknowledging that April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And here is a sobering statistics about sexual assault. More than half, 51.1% of female victims of rape reported being raped by an intimate partner. And 40% of female victims reported being raped by an acquaintance. For male victims, more than half, 52.4% reported being raped by an acquaintance and 15.1% by a stranger. Sexual assault is a crime and just devastating for those who have encountered um, such an issue. However, there is a burning issue that I want to address right now, and I want to address it because of the pandemic that is currently going on. I want to encourage a woman or man out there who is suffering in a domestic violence partnership. I want to let you know that you are divine and you are not alone and you do not have to be subject to violence. I also want to acknowledge children during this pandemic that may be at home with an abusive parent or guardian. Domestic violence is a crime and one that often goes unreported due to shame and guilt. Here is a definition of domestic violence. According to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, domestic violence is the willful intimidation, physical assault, battery, sexual assault, and or other abusive behavior that is part of a systemic pattern of power and control perpetrated by one intimate partner against another. When we talk about intimate partner, that is someone that you trust or have placed your trust within. It also includes physical violence, sexual violence, psychological violence, and emotional abuse. And oftentimes people don't consider emotional abuse a part of domestic violence, although it often starts with emotional abuse. The frequency and severity of domestic violence can vary dramatically. However, the one constant component of domestic violence is one partner's consistent efforts to maintain power and control over the other person. The batterer will only increase the intensity of the abuse until the victim gives in. 
The problem with this is you can never satisfy a batterer. During the times that we are currently facing, the frequency and severity of domestic violence will likely increase while Americans stay home for weeks and months during this pandemic. And this is information that I got from CNN and it was quoted by Katie Ray Jones, who is the president and CEO of the National Domestic Violence Hotline, a service that connects victims of domestic violence with local resources to help support them during these times. Research also indicates that domestic violence cases spike in times of prolonged stress and disruption like financial crisis and or natural disasters. And of course, this pandemic that we're all experiencing called coronavirus. Most Americans, however, have never lived through anything quite like this. This is really a stressful time in our history, having to deal with the pandemic, food shortages, and the shelter in place orders. And the more stress that a family experiences, there's a greater risk for escalation on the part of a person who is abusive. So with all of this information and research, I want to share a personal story about how I was able to garner the courage to change my entire life. You may feel weak, you may feel lonely, you may feel ashamed and even deserted. But when you get the courage to leave, believe me, you will feel 100% better. It won't always be easy, but it is far better than living in fear and self-doubt and shame with an abusive partner. Here's my story. I was 19 years old when I married a man much older. I was a long way from my parents and family and living in another state. I married a person of prominence and was relocated to a state about six hours away from my hometown. My husband appeared to be loving and kind, but once we married and moved away, that is when the abuse started. I was afraid and I didn't tell anyone that I was being physically abused. I thought no one would believe me because they would not believe that he was capable of being abusive because he was favored by so many people. I was also loved and respected by my friends and family, so I hid what was going on in my life. I eventually sought out counseling and asked my therapist if a man only hits you a few times, is that okay? Of course, the therapist said no. I also felt responsible because I thought that if I did something that he didn't like, it would make him mad. Once in therapy, I learned that domestic violence usually gets worse and that it can often result in death. On one occasion, I spent a night in a shelter in fear, but eventually went back to him because I felt that I had nowhere to go. The therapist told me to make a plan if I intended to escape my relationship 
and that I might have to act quickly to get away from my abuser. I never felt he had the right to hit me, but I was troubled by my religious beliefs that once you married, you had to stay forever, and that meant I had to stay in an abusive relationship. After a really bad incident, I finally gathered my courage and found the strength to leave, to change my life and turn things around. Have you ever had to make a change? The day that I left, that was when my change began. Have you ever been at the point of where you knew a breakthrough was imminent? Like I said, when this really, really bad incident happened, the last one, I knew at that point that I could not stay in that relationship any longer. What choices do you make? In that incident, I made the choice to leave. I was able to turn the corner and change the direction of my life. How were you able to change the direction of your life? Perhaps you're in a relationship where there is abuse or addiction or grief or confusion or poor decision making or unhappiness. What will you do? How will you get the strength? Remember, we all have a divine purpose in this world. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart that if I made a change at 26, you can make a change. It's not impossible. It may be hard. It may be challenging. I also want to inform you that even during this pandemic, you are not alone. You still have options. I know you are experiencing a heightened sense of fear and anxiety because I was once you. I know you can leave because I did it with a baby in tow. Even during shutdowns and lock-ins and shelters in place, you can leave. Talk to your family whenever possible and plan how you will exit from the pain and suffering that you are experiencing. Here are some ways to help yourself. Call the police and let them know about your situation. And that may be difficult, but that will be best. Move out, move away from your abuser. And sometimes this means getting assistance from family and friends. When you change your address, don't let a lot of people know Moving away is sometimes the only way to be safe. Get support from family and friends and don't let shame cause you to stay in an unhealthy and abusive relationship. Get a personal protection order and follow it. Many women get them and don't adhere to them, which increases their risk of getting hurt or killed. Keep a journal. And the reason why I say keep a journal is because sometimes when you're in situations that are toxic or challenging, you may not remember all the details about why you stayed or why you needed to leave. Get medical help if you are injured or physically harmed in any way. Remember, 
you are not alone even if you feel you are there are a lot of women who are in these situations and the reason I say women specifically is because I'm a woman who has been through this experience and overcame it you can receive help to turn your life around and end the cycle of abuse this is what I learned I am strong I am fierce I am a survivor who can do whatever her heart desires I will not be afraid I am a leader and I have the strength and willpower to succeed I can and did change my life for the better and I can help you too if you are looking for a life coach get in touch with me and I want you to remember this I am not what happened to me I am what I choose to be remember that your experiences are just a piece of the narrative that makes you uniquely you if you are in an abusive relationship and need help please contact the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence hotline for help at 1-800-799-7233. You may also contact a local resource. I'm in Michigan, so that would be the Haven House or First Step for Domestic Violence or the Safe House. You can also just contact 911 if you need to do that in a moment of panic remember you can change you can turn things around in your life thank you the empowering connections podcast is not intended to replace the need for a professional counseling relationship this podcast does not constitute professional advice or counseling services as always if you need mental health services please seek a qualified mental health provider You can find Connie Akins on the websites Psychology Today and Therapy for Black Girls. If you have an iTunes or Spotify account, please subscribe, share, and continue to listen. Feel free to check out Connie Akins' website at www.empoweringserenity.net and follow Connie on Instagram at empoweringserenity. You may not edit, modify, or redistribute this podcast. We appreciate you listening to Empowering Connections and providing feedback. Stay positive.